Welcome to another episode of the Gaslighting Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, John Jamingo, the Charlie Brown of podcasting. And alongside of me, my partner in crime, my ride or die until he fucks up, <laughs> Devin Necker. How you doing, Devin? Doing way better than fucking last week, I'll tell you that. Yeah, you were, uh, I, listen, you didn't do bad, but I mean, you were not... You weren't the first episode. You were all pumped up for the first episode. Yeah, I know, I know. And the second one, I'm just like, I gotta fucking do this shit again. I gotta talk to this guy. Oh, fuck. It's me. <laughs> no, it's me you have to talk to. <laughs> but no, you know, yeah, of course, Devin, the one and only, the podcaster extraordinaire, <laughs> going around the world. <laughs> he's, out, he's out and about, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. He's on other shows. Do you want to talk about best. the other shows? Off the bat? Well, okay, so um, last week after we recorded on Thursday, I did Shitty Song of the Week with okay. Brandon. Brought in some, uh, we talked about shitty 80s music. Because even that. though 80s had a lot of wonderful fucking music come out. There's a lot of bad stuff, too, but, you know, I had to bring in a certain brand of 80s music. You know, Australian. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So 80s music. Yeah. It's funny because Australian, Australia wants to be us. Oh, yeah. You can tell. They love everything American and they try to imitate it. And they fucking. Well, are. then uh, apparently their fast food is way better than ours. But then again, that wouldn't surprise me. Like apparently a lot of a lot of countries have way better fast food than we do, but I don't think we're here to talk about fast food today. Now. So when is Shitty Song of the Week coming out? Tomorrow. All right. So well, actually it's coming it's either out today oh, or today. <laughs> or it was out yesterday, because I don't know if I'm gonna get this done Friday or Saturday. I'm gonna do my best to do it Friday. We'll see what happens. Well, I'm sure you you got a lot of shit up your sleeve because, you know, you were doing a little bit of bitching prior to press and record. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, I do work for other shows and people yeah. don't understand things. And then you try to explain it to them and then they're like, well, what to do? Matter of fact, as we're talking right now, I just sent a file to someone that I've sent files to by their email account several times. And she keeps sending me things. I didn't get it yet. I don't know what to do. I don't know if the international interwebs highway is broken or what. I don't know what to do, but I can't do anything right now because I'm recording. And that's that. Well, yeah, no. You go fuck yourself for about an hour. Yeah. I, you know what it was? Here's what happened. I shot myself in the foot by trying to be a nice guy because it's a big episode for them. And I wanted to send it to her so she could listen to it. Mm -hmm. And now she's not getting it. And it's my problem. And I should have just shut my mouth and not did this. So, here we are. You were saying before that you've already felt like you were kind of stretching yourself a little bit thin after you were getting back on Discord and everything. Because you were being so productive because Big John over there wasn't on the internet. Well, I was on the internet. I just wasn't in with the Discord nitwits. <laughs> and I made my own server because I'm a control freak. Because I have to have control everything. Yes. And I invited people into the Discord server, and they are motherfucking torturing me. <laughs> they are putting furry cartoon porn 
Which is ridiculous. Well, that's what happens when you get any of those nitwits in there, like that Pitbull guy. I like Pitbull, and it's fine. You know, I, you know, I, I, I know don't he's mind, funny. He's just a yeah, I don't degenerate mind, Mexican furry. Yeah, I don't mind a blue pony furry <laughs> with big giant cans and a and a cooter that 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 looks like <laughs> George Floyd's mouth. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> if that can give you sideways, like if he was turned sideways. Yeah, I know. But I don't want to see like a, a hundred of them in a row. That's the problem. So, but this is what's going to happen. And I appreciate them because what they're going to do is they're going to force me to learn how to use Discord and clamp down on them like Cuba has clamped down on their citizens. Mm. I, really, the rule, the only rule in there is just don't be a dick. Don't be a dick, yeah, but they can't. No, they can't be help themselves. Yeah. Stop being a cunt, you cunt. Right. I like Discord for the simple fact that, you know, I basically work from home and you guys come in and we can chat and we and we have some fun in there. And I get in trouble in there. I'm turning over a new leaf. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you. I will see. I want to get into the first story. And okay. so here's the headline. Woman holding her dog leaps to death off of luxury New York City building. So a 60-year-old woman jumped from the roof of her luxury midtown building while holding her tiny lap dog Friday, leaving both dead. Now, I can understand leaping to your death. Why take the dog? The poor fucking dog is like, I was living in the lap of luxury. You right. could jump. That poor dog would have got another home somewhere. Why take the dog with you? This woman, first of all, is 60 years old, living in New York City. Yeah. Not in a shitty studio apartment. No, no. But in a luxury fucking apartment. First of all, how is she affording this? Does she have an OnlyFans or something? Well, maybe. I, again, I don't know. They don't talk about her financial situation. Maybe, listen, maybe they were going to evict her soon because she couldn't pay the rent. Because for whatever reason, she just decided that. I mean, it is fucking expensive. You might as well lop your dick off and sell it if you actually want to survive living in New York City. Fuck that. I think it's expensive living out here. Yeah, she left a handwritten note about stress, then walked to the edge and jumped. Bottles of medication were also found in the apartment. A source said, looks like depression. A source said, this is why I don't like the New York Post. Wow. I mean, but well, what they do is they go... You know what? I think she was depressed. And then that's all they need. Dimitri Wallace told the Post that he was sitting on the roof of the building across the street when a paper airplane floated by and landed next to him. Okay. All right. This is starting to get a little bit fucking ridiculous. You are blessed was written on one of the wings while stay strong. You'll get through this was on the other. It landed on my roof up here. I was directly above and I was like, oh, shit. Somebody okay? I don't know who Mr. Wallace is or what nationality he is or what race he is. Yo, that's crazy that somebody like threw this note. And when it literally happened right after he said of the suicide, I just saw it. And I was like, that's weird. What a response to watching somebody kill themselves. Oh, shit, man, that's weird. He continues. I threw it off the roof. He said of the paper airplane. I just wanted to send it to whoever. Just pass it along. A positive message. Both the woman and her pooch 
were declared dead at the scene. <laughs> oh my God, what is journalism? Nearby workers were shaken by the incident and questioned why the woman would have taken her dog with her. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Bro, she threw herself out with the dog. With me, the dog, exclaimed Mike Oliver, 37, a construction worker from across the street. Bro, she threw herself out with the dog. With a dog. <laughs> there we go. Dramatic reading. There you go. <laughs> It's unfortunate that somebody finds himself in that situation. It's unfortunate. Hopefully, God has her in his hands. Uh, no, if you read any part of the Bible, if you kill yourself, you go straight to hell. Oh. The devil's in the details. Yep. Hashem al <laughs> A 20-year-old security guard at the, at the charter school across the street added, How, how could you describe your dog? <laughs> How, how could you just grab your dog? He would have made a nice snack. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. That would have been, oh, why would you grab the dog? <laughs> yeah, would have made a nice wrong snack. fucking nationality. God so, damn it. I'm if sorry. it's not white, John doesn't know what it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. It would have been more, yeah, it would have been like this. <laughs> fucking chorus. Why'd you jump off roof with perfectly good, tasty dog? Leave that shit up there. I take care of it. Yeah, end up with Wuhan too. No, thank you. Although, Hasham said, it's a good thing school wasn't in session, so the students didn't have to see that body. I mean, okay, that is, that is a really good point. Because, you know, like you said, the devil's in the details. So, it was a 46-story apartment building. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's a fall. That takes time. Like, I would, how, what floor do you figure she got down to before she was like, fuck, I shouldn't have done this? It's funny you say that because they've interviewed people that have uh, jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge and survived. Yeah. And they're just like, in the first couple seconds, they immediately, the first thing in their head is just like, why the fuck did I do this? Now, I don't know if this is a wives' tale or just a, I guess, a, what's that called? A, a legend. What do they call that? I forget. Anyhow. So when they jump off a bridge over the Delaware River here, what they say is that some of them, when they jump off, they go into the water. They go in so hard that they get stuck in the mud and they drown down there. So when they send the divers down, they can't get the body out because it's like up to its waist in muck and mud. So that's Damn. a fucking hell of a way to go. You survive the fucking fall and then drowned. So what they do is they take a rope, they, they bring a rope down, throw it around you, and they pluck you out, and they find yeah, out if you just had... Imagine the fucking struggle that they pr did probably before Ugh, I know. they swallowed all that water. I think drowning probably has to be one of the worst ways to die, besides being burned to death. Yeah, I was going to say fire drowning. During 9-11, they leaped to their death so they wouldn't get burnt. Right. You know, so... That's crazy, too. I remember watching that footage when I was in school when I was older, and I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, yeah I think I'd, that's the way I'd rather go, too. <laughs> yeah, God, it's just... Oh, I don't even want to talk about it. I want to go like the bass player from ZZ Top in my sleep. You know, go to bed, never wake up. That's it. It's over. Yeah, me too, man. Uh, yeah, if I was going to commit suicide, I would either take a fistful of pills and chase it with a bunch of Jack Daniels, or I would do the old tailpipe in the back window and then just 
you know, put on some music and go to sleep. That would be probably the easiest, best way to do it. I'm not into any kind of dramatic, you know, dive off of something, take a car and crash it into a wall or. No. And you also don't want to shoot yourself in the head because oh, you'd be no, surprised at the amount of people that fucking survive. Yeah. I couldn't do that. Yeah. My luck. I'd shoot my jaw off. And I'd... Yeah. You'd look like a fucking Muppet. Exactly. You'd just stick my hand up your ass. It'd be like, yeah, it's my John puppet. <laughs> <laughs> you better get a big fucking glove. That's all I got to tell you. <laughs> Anyone considering suicide should contact the National Suicide Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. Or can chat with someone live on its website. So I guess we'll put this in the show notes. So if you're thinking of uh, jumping off a building, don't take your dog. Leave your dog, your D- cat. Don't take your dog and don't call those people because they'll actually put you on a watch list. Oh, they will? Yeah, talk to a friend. I was just thinking about calling right now. I guess that's not a good joke. No, it's not a good idea. It's not a good idea? No, not at all. Because um, I don't know why, but like in America, they take the, the whole threat of suicide thing very, like, super seriously. As they should. As, which, yes, they should, because it's a very real thing. I mean, fuck them. The, the percentage of male suicide is ridiculously high right now mostly because i think they're just not getting laid well i i don't know if that's the most reason why you would leap to your death you think the 60 year old was like i can't get no more dick goodbye no 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 this it was a woman i'm talking about men oh men men's not men aren't getting pussy usually when men don't get pussy they don't kill themselves they start killing other people mostly women it's either or right kill women and then turn the gun on themselves because they don't want to yeah, go like to Elliot Roger. Yeah, like Elliot Roger that we talked about last week. So, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. You go, you go to college, you go to medical school, you become a surgeon in New York City, you find a beautiful wife, you marry her, you're living maybe this was this maybe this guy just dressed in his wife's clothes and jumped off the fucking building. Now we would have heard and you find out that your wife is a high-priced call girl. No, yeah, that's a murder-suicide. I don't know. I think this guy, so a biddle, a biddle, a bitter divorce, <laughs> a biddle, a biddle divorce between the top New York spine surgeon and his beauty queen wife quickly settled Monday after he filed court papers making the toddly accusations that she was moonlighting as a high-priced call girl. Dr. Hanjo Kim, estranged spouse, Regina Turner, a former Miss Connecticut, put their contentious split to bed before a public hearing could be scheduled. I don't know. I guess she didn't want to uh, have this all... But it's in the paper now. Well, yeah. It's just an accusation, though. Well, wait. A swift settlement followed a stunning 264-page filing in Manhattan Supreme Court in which Kim, 41, sought to annul the marriage. He doesn't want to get divorced. He wants to annul it, claiming that his 32-year-old wife had duped him into a union by hiding her secret life as a prostitute for wealthy men. The doctor alleged that Turner had pocketed nearly 700000 in cash from John since 2015. He filed for divorce in December 2020 after finding a racy text message from another man on a computer in the couple's Upper East Side home. Dude, I don't get this. Why? Why? She had it made. The dude's a fucking spine surgeon. 
He's not a bad looking. Yeah, and I was just about to say that he's not a bad looking dude either. He's not a bad looking dude, and you know, I mean, they may look. They look in, in a spine surgeon, specialized surgeon make fucking bank. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're living in the Upper West Side, East Side. They moving on up. Right. Turner's alleged financial record shows six hundred seventy-five thousand in cash deposits from two fifteen to twenty twenty-one, with many checks coming from a New Jersey real estate executive as well as a lighting designer, UK-based company, according to the documents. Oh. So I think what happened was they dug into these high price. She's a high price call girl, so she might have like some really really high price clients. Like, like yeah, no, like. People that don't want to have their laundry. Like chair dudes. Yeah. That's why they're going through a fucking company instead of, you know, which is smart. You know what would have also been smarter? Not fucking old dudes? Well, besides that, oh. if the if this woman, you know, just had the thought in her brain to have a, a password on her computer. Oh, okay. So you wanted her to continue. No, I didn't want her. I'm just, you know, giving advice to the to the everyman. It's a good thing she wasn't married to a Russian, because she might have <laughs> fell out the window. Oh yeah, if she was married to a Russian. It, so I'm looking at this the second picture now, and yes. I don't understand. First, I think that man's jawline could cut diamonds. He is a handsome man. Yeah, I know. And the more I look at her, I'm just like, I wonder if she does drugs too. Well, all right. So now I'm looking at the Miss Connecticut pictures, and don't get me wrong, she's got a smoking hot body. Yeah. But that's an average face. I mean, yeah, it's not a butter face by any stretch of the imagination, but I don't know. That's not my type of white woman. <laughs> what is, I'm not even going to ask what type of your white woman is your type of white. I think your type of white woman is like uh, a black woman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> They're all, they, they, they do shit like this. This is why I stopped fucking with them a long time ago. Turner, who was crowned Miss Connecticut in 2011, allegedly conned Kim while the pair dated, telling the doc that she was working on an app supported by a wealthy investor. I guess her cooter was an app. When <laughs> Kim asked Turner how she was supporting herself while on the app at, that was still in development, she claimed that she was living off a $500,000 inheritance from her great-grandmother. Actually, her savings and access to the funds derived from her receipt of money in exchange for provisions of sexual services. I can't figure out how long they were married. Or even dating, because I don't think they were married very long. She's got some kink on her. But now she's tainted. She's done. You think anybody's going to... Well, I guess they would. No, nah, she's been found out. Turner allegedly covered up her secret sex work by telling her hubby she was going out with girlfriends or had to travel for work. Uh, to work on an app? <laughs> yeah, all that shit you could do from home. Hey, no, I had to, to go to the UK to work on an app. Wait, it gets worse. She also lied about her education, saying she had been a chemistry major at the University of Connecticut for three years until she took a leave of absence to compete in the U.S. Miss USA pageant, according to court documents. She never graduated from high school. Wow. This. She didn't go to college. This woman's whole life was a lie. Do you check this shit out? Do you even care? I mean, you're looking at her. You're a spine surgeon. She's dating you. Apparently, the sex would be pretty good. She must know what she's doing. She made right. $700,000 doing it. If she said, that, oh, I don't go to college. I, I dropped out of high school, but I'm Miss Connecticut 2011. Do you think the spine surgeon cares that she's got a college education? Well, I mean, maybe, you know, 
Mr. Hand Joe here wasn't hung low, if you know what I mean. You think he had that Asian <laughs> impediment that they talk about? That, that was a terrible joke. I did my best. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, he looks, look, he looks like a tall, th- maybe, maybe, he's, maybe he's an exception to the rule. Maybe he, well, I don't know. He looks like he might have a little white in a wood pile. So that wouldn't mm. help him either. I don't know. Poor guy. That's got to fucking suck, too. Thinking that you finally found, like, oh, hey, this woman said that she graduated with a chemistry degree. She must be smart. I want our kids to be smart, so I marry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chemistry major. Our kids will be smart. Oh, let's hope that after this whole uh, debacle is over, he doesn't commit seppuku for disappointing his parents. Is that uh, like Harry Carey? That's seppuku? when they... Uh, seppuku is, uh, I don't know what, what ethnicity is. I'm assuming he's Asian of some, so I'm just going to assume Japanese. But that's when, back in like the samurai days, when you were uh, Dishonoburu, you, <laughs> you had to take a, a small, I don't know what the proper name is, but it's like a small t- katana, and you're on your knees. Is that a knife? Yeah. Okay, a knife. Yep. You stick it in. Yes. Twist. Yes. And then pull up. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. I'd rather jump off a fucking building with my dog. <laughs> what? Oh, a dishonorable family. Yeah, they used to do that shit. <laughs> Where's my ninja knife? Fucking crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's a spine surgeon. He's fine. Thank yeah. God they don't. I don't think they have any children. Thank God. Oh, this weekend you're with your whole mother. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't talk like that. No. <laughs> he probably talks better than both me and you do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm over here stumbling over my fucking words, can't read an article, and I'm making fun of him. <laughs> what is a shithead on the internet supposed to do? Oh, Mr. Hanjo Kim. That's a sin. So she's Mr. I mean, she's Mrs. Well, was the former yeah. Mrs. Kim. Unless she didn't take his name. That's like commonplace nowadays, too. What, not to take a man's name? Yeah, they don't take the man's name anymore. What the fuck is that about? Yeah, I don't know. Don't, if you get married, she takes your name. What the fuck? That's how it's supposed to go. They're going to start cherry picking about what they do? Oh, uh, yeah, I'll get married, but I want, you know what I don't want? I don't want to take your name. You know what? That's okay. You don't have to do that. There's some things about marriage that I'm not a particular fan of, like that whole monogamy thing. So you don't take yeah. my name, and then I'll bang chicks on the side. You don't take my name, you don't take half my shit when this is over. You better sign this goddamn prenup, bitch. Prenup. But apparently those don't even fly in court now either. No? No. <laughs> that makes me weird about marriage. <laughs> Unless you're going to have children, I don't see a reason to get married, to be quite no, honest with you. No, I don't you. either. The next story, I want your opinion on this. Okay. Now, near me is uh, the birthplace of cheesesteaks, Patch Cheesesteak. It's over in Philadelphia, 9th and Passyunk, 9th and Wharton. It's like a triangle. And then mm-hmm. right across the street is Gino's Steaks. It's open 24 hours, 3 o'clock in the morning, you got a hankering for a cheesesteak. You jump in the car, you drive there, you get some cheesesteak, soda, cheese fries. It's wonderful. Love the place. Walking down the street, drunk as a goddamn bar stool. Walk in there, it's just like, you need something in your stomach. We don't have places like that around here. Oh, it's the best. 
apparently they were there. There was two people there, and there was a fight. I'm not sure what the fight was about, but mm -hmm. here's the story, and you can see what happens here. This is the fight that preceded the fatal shots that killed a Camden man outside Pat Stakes early Thursday in South Philadelphia. Police say the combatants were Paul Burkert of Reading and David Padro of Camden. Burkett's lawyer says the shooting was self-defense. The state says the shooting was murder. All right, I'm going to back this up one more time. We're going to go through this like uh, basically like it was a a fight. Like a, I'm going to be Joe Rogan, and I'm, so uh, let's see what happens here. All right, so and again, I'm I'm going to put the link in so you can watch the video. So okay. he's at the. So what happens is this guy in a pink shirt. That preceded the runs in and, and grabs this guy and attacks him. The guy out in the, of nowhere, right? Just runs across and grabs him. The guy in the gray shirt slips out, or is, is like a green shirt. He slips out of the way, and now he's got his arms up, and he could right now retreat. Yeah, but no. Instead, I, he's like on the offensive, defensive right now. Right. So now the guy falls down, and this guy he's ready for that swing. He cocks back and bow. He hit him right in the face, and this guy didn't even flinch. No, not at all. And now uh, the guy that's in the green shirt is like, holy fuck, I just hit this guy with everything I have. Now the guy in the pink shirt gets him in a headlock, and they go out of the frame. And after they go out of the frame, you hear a gunshot. And apparently the guy gets in a van and he leaves, and now he's, he's being arrested, and he's being charged with murder. I don't know. After he slipped the tackle... And if he took the fuck off and tried to get away, and then the guy chased him and he shot him, I say that's self-defense. So wait, that was, did pink shirt shoot or green shirt shoot? The green shirt shot the guy in the pink shirt. Mm. I was about to say, if he would have like, you know, like you said, when he slipped out of that tackle, when, you know, showed his peace, or like you said, retreated, I think things would have went a little bit differently. I mean, how would you react if a, a certain person came up out of nowhere and ran you over with his wheelchair? First of all... How would you react? <laughs> I... Once I hit that guy with everything I've had, and he didn't even flinch. No, that the first thought in your brain must, must be, fuck. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like, fuck me, what just happened? All right, let's see if I can get to the second part of this. I think this is his family members talking. Tonight, a local family is trying to come to terms with the death of their loved one. David Padro was gunned down outside of Pat Stakes in South Philadelphia earlier this week. Action News reporter Bob Brooks spoke with his relatives. He joins us live outside Philadelphia Police Headquarters with much more. First Bob. of all, why do they have to stand in front of police headquarters in traffic with all that fucking noise? Why do they got to be there? What? This adds nothing to the story. This drives no, me it doesn't. fucking crazy. I just crazy. think it's a good shot. I could see if he's in front of the house, he's at Pat Stakes or whatever. He's in front of the police administration building. This was not an easy interview to do. As you would imagine, this family is absolutely devastated. They just hope moving forward, they get justice. You saw that video. Yeah. That guy attacked him. What do you mean them. get justice? The man charged him. He charged him and attacked him and then put him in a chokehold. And then they went out of the screen, and then we heard a shot. We don't know what happened after that. David Pedro Sr. stood next to his family for support. He needed them there. As he told us about his son, David Jr., the victim of the fatal shooting at Pat's King of Stakes early Thursday morning. I just couldn't believe it was real. I thought it was a, a dream. 
He says the last few days have seemed like a blur, preparing to bury his 22-year-old son, whom he was so proud of. A guy you can feel comfortable he could actually open up to. Adding he's never felt pain like this. But when somebody actually intentionally takes a, a life from you and stuff, it's the worst pain that anybody can ever feel. And All right, I okay, get that. Okay, they're trying to fucking side the story now. Yeah, I get it. Listen, I can't imagine whether my kid was at fault or not. Once you, if you no, lose a child, not. I mean, it's I, devastating. I couldn't imagine it. Right. It has nothing to do with this, what, what happened here. Of course they're devastated. They just lost yeah. a child. Yeah. But it doesn't matter whether justice is served because they're upset because their son was shot. He attacked that other guy. Like he ran at him and tried to attack him. Pedro was Amber McShane, David Jr.'s girlfriend. She was at Pat's with him for a cheesesteak when this all happened just before 1 a.m. She says he got into a petty argument with 36-year-old Paul Burkert of Reading. Then a fight broke out, and she says Burkert pulled a gun and fired a fatal shot into Pedro's back. Okay, that's I just want the reason to why. Know that he really shot him in the back. Yep. Why is that? I think it has to do with like uh, the home invasion laws and stuff, you know, standing your ground. Because um, I don't know how it is in other states, but I know in most of them, like in Michigan, um, if somebody breaks into your house, you pull and a gun they turn around to run, and you shoot them in the back. Yeah, you could actually be. They're saying uh, that, you're, that they were retreating, and you don't need, you didn't have yeah. to shoot them. All right, I get yep. that. All right, so they're fighting. You saw it. The guy swings, hits him with everything he has. Pedro, his name Pedro. Yeah, Pedro. Pedro grabs the guy, gets him a headlock, and choke him. And they go off camera with the Pedro having the other guy, Burkert, Burkert, the other guy in a chokehold, <laughs> in a chokehold. And then he goes off camera. Now, what if this guy is going for his gun, slips out, and then pulls the gun and shoots him before the guy can turn around and attack him again? Remember, he just hit this guy with every fucking thing he had. He stepped right. up. He squared up and punched this guy in the face with everything he had, and he didn't even flinch. So now he's like, holy shit. Now this guy's got me in a chokehold. I don't even know if, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm getting my ass kicked here. There's cameras all over there. I don't know why they don't show you. Well, I'm sure it'll be in court. But all right, let's go on with Amber, the grieving girlfriend. He wasn't a bad guy. He wasn't aggressive like that. He wasn't aggressive. What do you mean? <laughs> he wasn't aggressive. Did you see where he charged across like at least 10 yards to get to this guy? Yeah, he ran right after and grabbed the guy. I, I have to admit, if I had a girlfriend that looked like that, I'd be pretty aggressive too. That's not fair. She's grieving. Okay. She, she knew she was going to be filmed and this is what she decided to do. <laughs> So you're saying maybe I'm victim blaming right now. Yes. Maybe run a comb through her hair, put on a little bit of makeup, maybe pluck those caterpillars over her, eyebr over yeah, her eyes. No, makeup can't save that. Wow. You are fucking Moses harsh. couldn't even part that double chin. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm done. The story will be in the show notes. Oh, you can check out to see if Amber, you, you can judge for yourself.
aggressive like that. Police say witnesses at Pat's told them Burkert immediately got into a van with the female driver and gave a detailed description of him as well as the van and its tag number. A few minutes later, authorities said a man matching the description of the shooter showed up at 5th and Market Streets in Center City. It was Burkert. He turned himself in and has since been charged with murder. All right, so he shot the guy. He went to the... He's like, uh... He's basically the Philly... What's the guy from... Wisconsin. What's his name? The one that shot those three guys, and killed two. You are you talking about Kyle Rittenhouse? Oh yeah, yeah. He's Kyle. basically protecting the, a used car lot. Yeah, he's basically the Philly version of Kyle Rittenhouse. Okay, and here's the problem with both stories, since he was also across state lines. You know, Kyle. Yeah. And those were not his guns. He had those guns illegally. That's not been proven. No, well, no, that's not been proven. He was allowed to have that gun. He did not but, carry it across the state line. He had that gun. He was able to carry that gun legally. True. However, in this story, I was just doing a little bit of extra reading while we were listening to this. And uh, turns out his lawyer admits that Burkett, the dude that shot Pedro, had the gun illegally. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a huge problem. That's a huge problem. Yeah. But see, here's the thing. I don't know where this guy was from or what. You can't carry a gun like that in Philadelphia. They won't allow you, you can't. to carry it. No. Philadelphia is one of those cities like, I guess in Chicago, you're not allowed to carry a gun either, right? I mean, it doesn't I mean, stop them. <laughs> doesn't stop them. Then stop this guy, right? Yeah. I can't get over what you just said about this poor woman grieving like this. Talking about how she could have, you know, gussied herself up for the camera. Every picture, he's in a cap and gown with a bow tie, and Burkett. All you see is his mugshot with a a, bl a like a old... scar across his nose from where he got punched. He got punched so hard in the nose it split his nose. Yeah. Tiago, Pedro's close cousin, and his stepmom Maria Pedro. He was more than a cousin. He was a brother. He was very humble, like we all said. He was an aggressive guy. David loved him. He wasn't an aggressive guy. That's to you, a pretty aggressive face. To you, he was an aggressive guy. Yeah, and again, he doesn't look aggressive in this picture when he's got his black suit, black shirt, black tie. He looks like a very handsome young man. Back when they was charging the guy like a fucking moose, that looked aggressive to me. Very. His family. He loved his family, and what happened to him, he didn't deserve it. He didn't deserve it at all. What the family can't wrap their heads around is why a gun was pulled. You know, now my son's one of those victims in Philadelphia. <laughs> what do you think? I know he's going to do jail time for having an illegal gun. Right. Just watching how the video went down, and I know you can always say whatever when it's just in the heat of the moment, but, you know, having some clarity of the brain, you know, when they first split away, after, you know, Pedro went to go grab him and Burkett got out. He could have He could have left. Right. Or, you know, shown the piece. And, you know, usually, even though you're not supposed to do that, I know a little bit about, you know, carrying a handgun. You, you aren't supposed allegedly. to. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly carrying a handgun. You're not supposed to show it off. But, like, you know, if you are just like, hey, you know. You don't want these problems. Right. If the guy charges you when you have a, a gun pointed at him, then I would say your life's in danger. 
I, yes. you know, again, it's, dude, this is what I'm talking about. You get into these stupid fucking fights and you never know who's got no, what. You who's never holding fucking on know. One. That's why I don't get into fights anymore. Right. It's ridiculous. You just best walk away. The best fights to have are Discord fights. Nobody gets hurt. Yeah, exactly. A lot of yelling and screaming, spitting. John's precious feelings do get hurt. I have feelings too, you know? <laughs> Don't accept those guys that John's just big, strong man. Big, strong man has sensitive feelings. I'm a delicate flower. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be following this like I'm following the Kyle Rittenhouse. The, the Kyle Rittenhouse story to me. It's, it's very interesting. Yeah, I think he gets off. I think this, well, this guy's doing time for having an illegal gun, but I also don't think he can say self-defense. I don't know enough to know enough, but it doesn't matter. This is my podcast. Can I do what I want? And I think he's going to do time. This guy will get less time than Derek Chauvin. That's what I think. That's my prediction. Let's write that down. Last story before we get into the, as the discord turns, I don't know what to think about this guy. This guy is an evil genius. A man uses a spy pen to stalk people in changing rooms in the King of Prussia Mall. So what this guy has, he's got a pen. And where you know, the pen hooks over your pocket is a yeah. camera. So he leaves Whoa. the pen in the dressing room. Then he goes back later, goes back and picks the pen up and then takes it and he pulls the pen off and it's a USB drive. And it's a camera and it's recording the whole time. So this sick fuck was dropping this camera into the dressing rooms, and then going back and trying to see what, what he could find. Upper Marion Township Police Department announced on Friday that a suspect had been arrested for allegedly using a spy camera to peep on individuals changing in the rooms at the King of Prussia Mall. On July 3rd, the police department was dispatched to the Hollister store and a report of a suspicious item located in the fitting room. It was discovered that the customer had located a pen inside the change room and recognized the pen as containing a covert camera. Guy's in there, he's like, hey, I got a pen like that. I mean, hey, that's a camera. See, none of this would have happened if I would have entered that fitting room afterwards. I would have been like, oh, hey, that's a cool pen. Yeah, you would have took it. I would have just, I would have just <laughs> taken it. I got a sick obsession with pens, man. Right. And next thing you know, the guy's sitting there and he's like, where's my fucking pen? Then you go to write it on. It's this pen sucks because it doesn't have a, there's no ink in it. And I start fiddling around with it. I'm just like, oh, oh, wait a minute. Well, let me oh, find what out what's the on fuck here. What is oh. this? <laughs> yeah. You're lucky. It would be some 75 year old granny changing in there. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, I'm throwing this away. <laughs> <laughs> so this uh, customer ch- uh, turned the, Pen over the store management who contacted the police. The pen had reportedly, the pen had reportedly, fucker, the pen had reported, they found the pen placed in a position, <laughs> motherfucker, now I gotta leave that in, where it could record an occupant of a single fitting room. The person of interest was identified. How? Cameras. There's cameras all over fucking stores now. Why do people think they can get away with this? You can't get away with shit in the mall anymore. No. They also found out that this sick fuck went to Urban Outfitters and also dropped one of these pens in there. They found the camera at the Hollister store. It contained images of seven victims, six female, one male. The subjects were depicted in various stage of undress while they were trying on clothing. All seven of these victims have been identified and are aware of the investigation. 
The examination of the camera located in the Urban Outfitters store revealed image of two female victims. They are actively working on identifying the last two victims. <laughs> hey, ma'am, could you come in here? Can you take your top off? Now bend over. Yeah, that's her. My question is, <laughs> how hot and bothered can you possibly get by somebody just being in their underwear? Maybe it's just I have a bias because, you know, I have a girlfriend and I see it all the time. Yeah, that's right. I'm just like, oh, oh, that's cool. Maybe this guy's into panties. Maybe this guy's into old ladies. Maybe this guy's into, who knows what he's into. So they're still trying to find the guy. But where do you get these cameras? That's Not that I want to use it. Amazon has these? Maybe. Hang on. Maybe you got it prime shipped same day. Now I have to check. What would I type in? Pen camera. There it is. There's the pen. Guess how much it is. Uh, $34.99. Right there huh. on Amazon. You know what they say? It's a, It can also be a nanny cam. So you can put it in there to see if there's a, your, whoever's taking care of your kid isn't beating the shit out of them. Shit, dude, dude, there's a ton of them in here. There's one for $17. There's one for $39. I think this is the one because it looks exactly like it. It is $19. And it is HD 1080p. Not bad. See, cameras can be used for good. Technology has gone too far. One of the things I have to do, and I haven't done it, and it's been sitting here for a while, I have to poop in a box. Uh, you had to send in a fecal sample to the doctors? Is that what you're telling me? Yes, they gave me a Cologuard box. Oh, boy. And now I have to, I can't even, I haven't even opened a box yet. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this. I guess it's not that big of a deal. Like, I, sh- I should open it up and just read the directions. You're about to see what it's like to live in a third world country, <laughs> Because if I don't do this, they want to give me the pipe. They want to give me the Kohler, Kohler, the thing where they shove the, th- the camera up your ass. Whatever that's called. <laughs> Colonoscopy. Yeah, there you go. I think there's a video about this, too. This would actually work. That would be funny. So go to Taco Bell. Get my normal order. Go to Dunkin' Donuts. Get my normal coffee order. Come home. Eat the Dunkin' Donuts. Drink the coffee. Wait about 15 minutes. Open up the box. Shit right in the box. Tape that motherfucker back up and send it. Just send it right back. You better put that shit in the freezer because I doubt your girlfriend will want to come over after that. <laughs> Freeze your poo. <laughs> Dry ice your poo. <laughs> oh, yeah. So um, I remember earlier today you were talking about that you actually had like Taco Bell advice because... You went to Taco Bell. I do. So here's my problem with Taco Bell. And I don't know what they put in this, but whatever it is, if you ever have an, a, uh, a blockage in your intestines, go get yourself some Taco Bell, preferably the beef, a extra large Dunkin' Donuts coffee, eat the Taco Bell, drink the coffee, and wait. Whatever is in there will be pushed out within an hour. And the problem is, if you are not near the bathroom within an hour, you're going to shit your pants. So I'm going to tell you what happened to me today. There's some shit that's going down in the family. My daughter's a little upset. I don't want to get into what's going on with her because... That's not 
she would kill here. me. Right, yeah. So basically, I said, why don't you come over? We'll grab something to eat. Now, I can't eat Taco Bell in front of my daughter because my daughter cares about me and wants to lose weight. So I go to the local Wawa, and they have a salad. So I get the chicken salad, and it's got chicken and bacon. It's a very healthy salad, but it's a big one. <laughs> so we go down to where the river is. I got a thing of water. I'm eating my salad. She's, we're talking. I go, okay, well, it's time to go. Cause, and I said, it's time to go because I have to go to the bathroom because I've eaten this big salad. I go to turn the key and it goes, I'm like, fuck, fuck. Now I'm in trouble because I got to take a shit and I have a dead battery. So I have. Did you leave your fucking lights on, John? I left my lights on for like two hours while we we're down there talking. Like a dumb fuck. I get it. I get it. Okay. So I have roadside assistance. So I go to check them out, and they're like, oh, we're going to be 55 minutes away. I'm like, I'm going to shit myself. I call my cousin that has a gas station, an auto repair store. He don't pick up the phone. I get the answer machine. So I'm like, fuck. So I call my other daughter. I said, bring your car, because I have jumper cables in the car. Yeah. She brings her car. So I get everything set up, and I get the jumper cables. I put them on my car. I get the truck started. I get them to start the truck up, and then I get home, and made it because i pressed that thing back dude i squeezed that in and made it like a diamond and i think that the issue was and what my saving grace was was last night what i ate was three mozzarella sticks that are the one you take the you peel the plastic they're not cooked or anything the string string mozzarella and that's what you have to do with taco bell you have to eat string cheese to Tighten up the poo because the runnier the poo, the less you can hold it back. Like you can hold back a boulder, but you cannot hold back a flood. And that <laughs> is was, my I, message. I was just about to say, man, especially at your age, there's bound to be a little bit of a leakage. A couple years ago, I went to Taco Bell. I come screaming in because I got to take a shit. I jump out of the truck. I lock the truck. I shut the door and I realize the keys are still in the truck. Now, fucked. I can't get in the house. I have to shit. So where my house is, the deck is a little higher. So I call the I call the roadside assistance, and they say they're going to be 20 minutes. I'm like, okay. So I go under the deck. I pull my pants down. I shit under the deck like a cat. Take my underwear off, wipe my ass, throw that in the trash, and the whole place smells like shit. I mean, the whole back... I don't know. My hands smell like shit. I smell like shit. I don't know. So the guy comes to get in the car, and I know he smells it. So he's, he opens up the car, and I try to give him a, 20, a $20 tip. So I'm like, I, I grab the 20 and I'm like, I point it out so he can grab it. And he grabs the thing, and I'm like, thanks. I get my keys. I go in the house. I got to take a shower. I mean, it was, it was a fucking mess. I had to... Shit under the deck like a fucking raccoon. <laughs> I can't fucking believe this shit. <laughs> Everybody wanted to know if I went back the next day and cleaned it up. I said, fuck no. I wouldn't, cl- I wouldn't clean up raccoon shit. Would I, would I clean up my own shit? It basically went away. A few rainstorms. <laughs> Good for the earth. You still want to do a show? <laughs> I'm still going to do a show. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking funny. Let's get into uh, 
as the Discord turns. So you were a guest on We Are Assholes. Yes, sir. Very, very fucking last minute, too. Well, let me tell you something. You and Jody B were the best part of that podcast. And now that Andrew, the other co-host, is MIA, I guess, right? Canceled. He's, he's canceled? Uh, that's what uh, apparently one of his co-workers is trying to do. What did he... Oh, well, the show, yeah, he's... So they heard the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then now he works at a fast food... We'll just say a chicken store. Some cunt that he worked with found out that he has this podcast and said she's going to cancel him. I would have just said, hey, guess what? You're not canceling me. I'm going right in there and say, hey, I have a podcast and it's uh, it's blue. And you want to listen to it? Fine. And if you want to fire me for it, fine. Let me know because I'll quit right now because I can get another job in another chicken joint in 15 minutes, especially right. now. Right. Which is, you know, the entire point of the episode that we recorded was. And I don't understand it either. Maybe, you know, it's just because I have good standing, you know, with my boss, you know, and she knows how I am. She knows where my humor lies. Well, I also don't show anyone I work with the shit that I do on the Internet. Absolutely. You can't. And here's the other thing that we do. We don't do video. That's stupid. And the other thing we don't do is we don't live stream because there's a couple of times on this episode alone we said things that I think we're going to have to cut out because I think it's just a little bit over the line. I don't know. I'll have to listen back to it. Well, I would never not be over the line, John. <laughs> Can't help myself sometimes. Right. Well, I, yeah, you know, we, we're, we're, we're shucking, we're jiving, we're trying to be funny, we're trying to be entertaining here. And every once in a while you throw something out there and you think it's going to be good and, and all of a sudden people go... Ooh, ow, that was, th- I did a couple voices today. I think they're <laughs> <laughs> some sound effects. I have it on my board. I have this one, one tab that says racial music and it has this. I have a very, my own very special drop that I only use on very special occasions. Yeah, I know. I heard it. It's, I, I think I'm a star of it, right? Oh, yes, you are. I know. <laughs> yes, you are. And then I have this but don't one. Don't worry. That's not a bad drop at all. That's just good music. And then when you add. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I, you know, I also have this. In case we're talking about a certain kind of people. And then if we're talking about our basic white trash rednecks, I have. I think we used that last week, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. So, like, again, it's, it's it's jokes, people. It's just fucking jokes. Get- no, it's just fucking jokes. And I Stop think it. that's one of the things that really irritates me about, you know, the day and age that we live in. Because, you know, I grew up listening to, you know, Howard Stern. Yeah. And me shit too. like that. Yeah. Exactly. Where they would literally had a man named Gary the Retard. Forget about that. Go into, it might not even be there anymore. Go into YouTube and look up Howard Stern, Whoopi Goldberg roast, where Ted Danson, uh, he went, uh, there was a roast of Whoopi Goldberg at the Friars Club. At the mm-hmm. time, she was, get this, I don't know if you know this, Whoopi Goldberg was dating Ted Danson, like handsome Ted Danson. I'll tell you one thing about Whoopi. She must be able to suck a garden bowl 
garden a golf ball through a golf ball through a goddamn garden hose. That's right. Ted went to the roast in blackface. In blackface. So it gets better. Howard on his TV show the next week does a interview. He plays Ted Danson. Howard's in blackface. Guess who's playing Whoopi Goldberg? Who? George Pardon? Jefferson. Sherman <laughs> Hemsley. George Jefferson is in a dress and a wig, and he's using the N-word. And I, I tell you what, Robin was pissed off. That's how bad it was. And they didn't cancel him. I don't know how that I don't know how that happened. Yeah, me neither. I, I, I watch it, I still laugh. I don't care. Fuck it. I think it's funny. Didn't like Jimmy Kimmel do something like that? Jimmy Kimmel like dressed up like Blackface uh, or something and they tried to they, cancel he, him too. And he dressed up like uh the guy from uh what's his name? Uh, Malone from the uh, Utah Jazz. And then okay. also um Sarah Silverman dressed in blackface too. So again, it depends on what party you're on. If if you're a Republican, yeah, I, you know, and now she's the wokest cunt in the universe. She is one woke cunt. All right, so back to the we are assholes. So you guys were doing that, and the host of the show, the only remaining member of the show now, is Vegeta. <laughs> he yeah. is by far the worst podcaster I have ever heard. He just doesn't have a good voice. He doesn't have a good voice. He has nothing entertaining to say. And when he tries to be over the top, it's so cringy. It's not, it's, it just falls flat. And I was going to pull clips, but I was like, fuck it. It's not even worth going over. So I'll give him a shout out. You can go to your podcast player and search. We are assholes, but it's a, and then the uh, star, sign for the ss and asterisks yeah asterisks you put your asterisks in there and go check it out devin's on there devin did a great job jody b was funny on there no jody's always fucking hilarious yeah so it's it's good i only lasted i gotta tell you it's it's amazing what what a what a shot to the head can do to you as much as you guys were trying to lift the show up he was trying to sink the show he is he is an iceberg of podcasting they should just let that show die in peace. It, it should have rested with PJ. They should take that show, throw it off a 60-floor building while it holds Vegeta all the way down. <laughs> oh, God, is he bad. Oof. Just nothing there. Uh, I mean, okay, doing the show with him, I can't say I had fun. I had more fun, you know, doing back and forths with Jody B., Throughout the episode, Jody B of the Po Boys podcast. Go on biobidet.com, use the promo code Po Boys. We getting paid for this? No, I'm just throwing him out there. Po Boys. Jody B is my boy. Is it poboys.com slash bidet? Is that what it is? Or no, no, you I go to so. biobidet.com and then you, in the checkout, you use the Po Boys. Yep, use the, yep, use Po Boys. Po Boys will get you some money up. Okay, we'll give him that. I do sometimes, you know, if there's nobody else active on Discord. You know, my other friends aren't active. I'll hop in there. You know, Val will be in there. Vegeta and all that. And we'll play, you know, one of those shitty games. Like, I don't know if you know what Jackbox is. No, I don't I don't play video games. Okay, I, I can understand playing a game against him, you know, online might be fun. Yeah. Right, and, and he might just be a ta- good guy. Just talking to the guy is just fine. But doing a show? Ooh. 
Yeah, he's... Oof. But if it, he invites me back again, I'll totally do it. I did the show. I did the I know show. You didn't. I fucked Trust the show. Me, up. I heard all about it. So I fucked the show. This is what I did. I somehow hit a button on my mixer, and instead of getting individual tracks, all our tracks were together, and it fucked it up. All right, okay. The problem is he can't edit. There's long pause, and then so now the show was a complete disaster, and then yeah, he's now he's going to blame it on me. I'm the problem. I still find it so funny, too, because I remember um, after the whole debacle with Rubberneckers and you asked me if I was serious about doing a show with you because of the perpetuated, you know, backlash that I could have against me. Now, when I join these servers, one of the first questions that I always get is, why are you doing a show with John? Yeah. Why are you doing? And I'm a show just like, you? uh, because John is my friend. I have no problems with John. Me and John get along, and I think that we honestly have a good chemistry for doing a show. This is episode three. I'm having a blast. Yeah, I'm actually having a good fucking time. I don't get on here and be like, what, is, what even is going to fucking be today? Exactly. What drops are there going to be? You know, how It's we gonna, fish. How are we going to destroy the show this week? <laughs> Who are we going to fuck with and blame this week? Right. Yeah. Which, don't get me wrong, at the time, that was, you know, fun to me. But that would have been way, way more fun to me two years ago when I was more of a troll like, you know, Colin is. Because I used to be like that. I used to like getting under people's skin on the internet because it was fun. Now, there, again, there's nothing wrong with doing something like that. But to me, if you're going to put a show out to have somebody listen to it, it has to be entertaining. Right. Again... To the people that are listening. Right. And the people, the one person, Dave, on Rubberneckers, thought that it, he, he was to be entertained. And the people on the show were supposed to be entertained. Well, that could be a byproduct no. of it. But it has to yeah. be the audience. The audience is no, number one. I say it, and I'll still say it. The only thing that I would find something like that, like the show that he was running to be okay, was like, you know, let's say... 30 episodes in of we do this and there's actually listenership. You know what I mean? And we have extra time on our hands. We actually do have a Patreon. We could actually do a live stream show where that could be the point. Who? This? Us? This show? Yeah. We're, I'm not doing just, live stream. I'm not live streaming. Fuck that. Say, say less. All right. That's fine. <laughs> because but that's what I'm saying. What if I melt the fuck down? Like I did before, and then we got yeah, t-shirts. If it's just like a bigger... All that shit. Oh, yeah, no. You know our comments will be fucking filled up with that. Just a bunch of fucking trolls. Right, exactly. <laughs> and it takes away from... Now I'm looking... Now I'm reading the it content, does. and I want to fucking choke some fucking... Which I, I have no idea how these, like, uh, these really popular shows, like, you know, WATP and The Dick Show, they, you know, live stream their show into Discord. You know, if you're a Patreon and you can listen to it live, I don't understand how you can do that. That was one of my issues with doing the show with Dave now. All these comments are fucking flying by, and I'm just like, I want to read all of this, and it's very hard to ignore. I'm not that big of a professional. That's right. You have to ignore it. The only way it would work is if somebody was sitting there watching and then putting up comments that you, we could comment on. But we don't have that yeah, kind Yeah, of, that was actually funny. Yeah, we, could, we don't have I mean, that don't kind of don't get me wrong. Show. I'll read anything that Ayanami says. He is funny. So I started a server, and all the cast of characters came in last night. It was fun. We had a good time. We were chatting, yeah. busting balls this morning. We were all in there talking. 
and it was fun. Just don't be a dick. Just don't be a dick. Of course we can have fun. Just don't be a dick. Right. Don't record, you know, people without their knowledge because when you're in Discord and you're talking, you think you're talking around friends and you can say things that you, you know, like if you're going to tell a joke, you would look one way and look the other way and then tell a joke and then some jerk off records you and then takes that audio and then puts it out there and attributes it to you in this day and age. Mm. Get the fuck out of here with that nonsense. I don't understand why people do that. I don't either. I used to have a really close internet friend of mine, um, and I found out that uh, he was, like, recording me when it was just me and him talking. And, you know, me, one-on-one with somebody, it's a you know, it's a different person. You know, I know what I'm being recorded right now, but I wasn't aware of that at the time. Yes, Exactly. And then I found out about it through another, a mutual friend of ours that told me. And I was just like, okay, so I don't know if you know how any of this works, but I, you know, I have proof now that you're doing this. So if you release any of that audio, like I, I just don't do it. So anyhow, it's if you want to catch up with us, we do have a Twitter account because Twitter is a dumpster fire. So we might as well put it. Oh, there. yeah. So it's at Gaslighting Pod. And if we figure, you know, if you guys want to join the Discord, let us know, and mm-hmm. we will uh, we'll put the Discord link in there, and then you guys. But can say I'm on. I am on there all the fucking time. Yes. I'm on Discord from three in the morning until noon almost every fucking day. Right, and I'm new at this thing, and these guys they know they know I'm new, and they fuck with the Discord, and then I got to go figure. I'm like, how do I get them to stop doing? Like, how do I get rid of like ninety pictures of? What's that called? The cartoons of uh, furry porn. What is that? What is that called? Is that? I guess it's just it, furry uh, porn. Cartoon just furry, furry porn? porn. Just furry yeah. porn. Hentai. It depends on the way it's drawn. Don't get me wrong. Some of us was very. They're very talented. Oh, uh, dude, you have no idea how much those, how much money those people make. <laughs> You're right. I, I am so serious. <laughs> I can I was, see. Uh, for for a little while, I actually dated a girl that was a furry, and she was also an artist. A single commission sometimes, she could just make $300 off of. That's well, not, not too bad. It's better than selling your ass out on the street or being a high-priced call girl. Yeah, that's true. Like Miss Connecticut of 2011. All right, why don't we wrap this up, and uh, we will be back here next week. If you want to, like I said, check us out. Uh, tell your friends. They have mental problems. It's obvious, but it's okay. <laughs> they have mental problems. One guy's fat and old and shits in a box. Yeah, we. I used to call them poo haikus. A poo haiku is your latest pants shitting or almost pants close call pants shitting story. And you say it in like three phrases or three short words or three phrases. Like the one that we talked about earlier, that would be Taco Bell, belly cramp, locked keys, shit under the deck. Oh, no, I'm an idiot. <laughs> What does oh, that? No, I'm ah oh, fuck. No, that's six syllables. No, no, it's, it's it doesn't have to be. It, listen, oh, it's not it, a, it doesn't have to follow five seven five. No, it's just like a like three brief statements like Taco Bell belly cramp. That's one. Locked out of house number two. Shit under deck number three. See, that's a poo haiku. Something like it could be jogging mile from house. Shit on neighbor's yard. Something like that. That's a poo haiku. Had too much to drink. Stuck in conversation. Accidentally let a fart slip. Okay, so too much to drink. Tried to sneak a fart. 
shit in front of a friend. I, I've learned. Like, I'm only 25, and I've learned to never fucking trust a fart. It's tough. My cousin, the other day, he was on the, he was in his truck, and he's I'm sitting there talking, and all of a sudden he goes, oh, my God. And I'm like, what happened? He goes, oh, I tried to sneak out a fart, and I just shit myself. I'm like, how bad? He goes, going home bad. Cleaning the truck bad. Yeah, you can't just rock up on one cheek and let it rip. No, it's not like that not anymore. Me. Not 18. No, I can't it, just sit here and go. Yeah, it's tough. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll be back here next week. See ya.